0: Here it is!
1: From deep inside your audio device of choice. Ladies and gentlemen, this nutty world we're living in, and what we're doing to it, the uh, the folks in Flint, Michigan, who, you know, seem so ungrateful for the uh, amount of lead that's been placed in their water by state authorities. You know, where's the gratitude? Um, The uh, other shoe drop this week, the Detroit Free Press reported that residents of Flint paid the highest water rates in America for their leaded water. You're welcome. This actually was made public by the uh, public interest group Food and Water Watch, a survey of the 500 largest water systems in the country found that on average, Flint residents paid about $864 a year for water service, nearly double the national average, about three and a half times as much as their neighboring Detroiters pay. It far exceeds what the United Nations designates as affordable for water and sewer service, says one of the study's authors. A Flint lawyer who sued to reduce the rates says they're high in part because city officials and state-appointed emergency managers tapped water and sewer money Further needs. Hard to call sewer money a slush fund, but there you go. They've been using that money improperly for years to fund the general operations of the city, says the lawyer. The city's sewer fund had a balance of $36 million in 2006, but was running a $23 million deficit six years later. The city didn't comment. The high rates were a reason that Flint joined the new water authority, which was uh, promoted as a means to control rate increases. That's what... Uh, prompted the temporary switch to the Flint River as a water source. It's not just Flint. It's not just the air. This program is coming from Southern California where we they've just capped, Southern California gas has just capped that methane spewing well, which has been spewing methane, hence the name, since October. Enough methane now. You're welcome. Uh, it took them longer than it took BP to staunch the uh, flow of Deepwater Horizon, I think, or just about the same amount of time. Close. It's it's the ballpark. And yet, Los Angeles faces a new lead crisis, not the water in the air. There's a uh, plant in southeast Los Angeles run by the Exide Company, which uh, takes old batteries and kind of freshens them up. And in the process, stalens the air surrounding with a lot of the stuff that was in the batteries, including lead. Lead in your air. Lead in your water. Get the lead out. Los Angeles, by the way, is uh, predicted to have one of those El Nino rainstorms this week. That means a lot more rainwater being wasted going out to the ocean uh, belatedly los angeles officials and citizens are beginning to become aware that throwing letting rainwater just flow to the ocean in a uh, semi-arid environment is probably not the best idea in the world this was uh an idea that was um offered to them a few decades ago by guess who the united states army corps of engineers uh, that is now being reevaluated. uh According to a statistic made public this week, even during the very droughty, did I make up that adjective? I think I did. The very drought-prone year of 2013, when Los Angeles received only about three inches of rain, that meant it threw away 12 million gallons of water just to let it run down the um, concrete sarcophagus that is the Corps of Engineers version of the Los Angeles River into the Pacific Ocean. But the Pacific is better. You know, Pacific's got fresher. And you know about glyphosate. Glyphosate is the active ingredient in Roundup. Roundup is a pesticide sold by Monsanto. The main benefit of genetically modified crops, corn and soy, sold in the United States, and and the vast majority of corn and soy grown in the United States is genetically modified, to be Roundup ready. That means you can kill weeds with Roundup and it won't kill the corn or the soy. Otherwise, normal soy and corn would die along with the weeds. Now now that you've been eating food that has glyphosate uh, residues for, you know, a few years, the Food and Drug Administration plans to start testing foods for residues of the world's most widely used weed killer. By the way, the World Health Organization's cancer experts last year declared glyphosate a probable human carcinogen. Never too late to test for that. The move comes amid growing public concern about the safety of glyphosate. It comes after the U.S. Government Accountability Office rebuked the FBA for failing to do such assessments and for not disclosing that shortcoming to the public. Well, if you're going to have a shortcoming, you really don't want to disclose it. Come on. Private companies, academics, and consumer groups have recently launched their own testing and claim to have detected glyphosate residues in breast milk, honey, cereal, wheat flour, soy sauce, infant formula, and other substances. That doesn't sound like a balanced diet to me. FDA officials have dubbed the issue, quote, sensitive, unquote. Touchy, touchy. Have some breast milk, won't you? Hello, welcome to the show. From the edge of America, from the home of the homeless, I'm Harry Shearer, welcoming you to this edition of The Show. And now, ladies and gentlemen... He's
2: not a general. He commands no troops. He's not an inspector. He picks at no stoops. He's an inspector general.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Multiple U.S. Customs and Border Protection bases near the Mexican border have been in Using inoperable security cameras and other serious security gaps, according to a new federal watchdog report. The Department of Homeland Security Office of Inspector General found four border posts where agents live and work for a week at a time that have inoperable cameras, which increases their chances of suffering a security breach. Some posts also have inadequate access controls, and um, Customs and Border Protection doesn't conduct consistent security inspections of the facilities if agents can p- cannot perform this task the forward operating base is more vulnerable to, se- to a security breach says the report the bases are located in important and often dangerous places along the u.s mexico border according to the ig the west arizona desert area where one base is located is quote very active in illegal cross-border activity involving aliens and narcotics i'll take the narcotics please Uh, CBP officials noted in their official response to the report. When IG investigators visited one undisclosed site, the gate was open, and they found the gate is repeatedly left open. Well, so it wasn't an accident. Regional agency officials asked the uh, facilities management and engineering division to fix the security cameras in January three years ago. The request was repeated in August 2014 because the cameras were still broken. The facilities office marked the work order closed that month. The problem still wasn't fixed when IG investigators visited eight months later. The uh, Customs and Border Protection Office agreed with the Inspector General's recommendations to fix cameras and gates. It's agreement. That's nice. And when the next major earthquake hits Afghanistan, could it leave the leadership of the Afghan military buried under five stories worth of rubble? That's a question... Asked by the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan Reconstruction, John Sopko, in an audit released this week, he said the new $155 million Afghan military headquarters, funded by you and me, may not withstand a sizable earthquake. Quote, although the building generally met contract requirements and appears well built, we found some construction deficiencies that may have safety implications in the event of an earthquake, he wrote. He's referring to engineering standards that call for the foundations of large buildings to be segmented, allowing movement to be diverted in multiple directions, lessening the chance of large structures shaking to the point of collapse. The new jewel of the Afghan military, often referred to as the Afghan Pentagon, does not even meet the standards of the American Society of Civil Engineers, according to the Special Inspector General. The document is the latest question to be raised about how the United States spent more than $68 billion in funding for Afghan security forces, including $6 billion for bases and buildings. When the new Defense Ministry headquarters was proposed seven years ago, it was slated to cost about $49 million. It encountered, guess what, numerous delays. No, really? And to cost overruns. Oh, my God, in part because the Afghan military kept adding features. Because they weren't paying for it. By 2014, the project had become so expensive the U.S. military had effectively run out of money to complete it, prompting a stop-work order. Congress then replenished the funds the building was completed this past summer, It features a 1,000-seat auditorium, state-of-the-art command and control centers, a dining hall, a library, conference rooms, and a ping-pong spot. No, they don't have that. The inspector general said the lack of adequate structural support represents a glaring oversight considering Afghanistan's history of significant earthquakes. The spokesman for the Afghan Defense Ministry declined to comment on the report except to say that Afghans are not to blame for any structural deficiencies. It was built by their own people, he said, referring to the United States. We had nothing to do with it. In a written response, the U.S. military agreed with another key finding in the inspector general's report that handrails in stairwells were not built high enough. That they'll concede. By the way, the building ended up costing $155 million. Uh A little more than three times as much as it was originally scheduled to. Sounds like the Olympics. That's, uh, that's it from inspectors general. But more about uh, news from... Uh, and this on the, uh, on the subject of it, it may not be an accident. It may be a policy from Al Jazeera English. Afghan soldiers dragged two hospital patients outside a Swedish-run hospital clinic and shot them along with a 15-year-old boy. That's the report from a non-governmental organization in Afghanistan. The soldiers raided the health clinic operated by the Swedish Committee for Afghanistan in Wardak province, killing the three people. The Afghan security forces barged in the clinic, misbehaved with some of our staff members, and dragged out two injured patients from the health clinic along with their caretaker, said the clinic's spokesperson. The caretaker was a young boy, about 15 years old. All three of them were shot dead outside of our clinic, said the spokesperson for the clinic, this is unacceptable. You'd expect him to say that. There was no immediate confirmation from the army. Afghan officials told Al Jazeera the hospital was in a Taliban-controlled area and the victims were members of the armed group. Well then, the uh, in Stockholm, the country manager for the clinic program described the attack as a gross violation of the Geneva Convention. The patients who are being treated at our clinics have a right to be protected. The uh, organization runs education and other development programs in almost half of Afghanistan's provinces. Maybe that'll change. And the new Iraq, the uh, society we've helped build, ladies and gentlemen, you and me. Iraq's anti-corruption chief says in an interview with the London newspaper The Guardian, quote, Everybody is corrupt, from the top of the society to the bottom. Everyone, including me. At least I'm honest about it. According to Mishan al-Jabouri, I was offered $5 million by someone to stop investigating him. I took it and continued prosecuting him anyway, unquote. Plunging oil prices, leaving Iraq's revenues in more jeopardy than at any time since the U.S. invasion. So attention is shifting to what the custodians of public funds have done over more than a decade with tens of billions of dollars. This would be including the time before we withdrew, in case you're wondering about that particular um, moment in history. If its projected global oil prices remain at historic lows, Iraq will be unable to pay some of its civil servants or honor pledges to build roads and power stations in the next financial year. The gravity of the crisis has created uncomfortable reckonings for Iraq's political class, military leaders, and some senior religious figures who've led a staggering—this is the Guardian's— Language, a staggering 13 year pillage that has left Iraq consistently rated as one of the top five least transparent and most corrupt countries in the world. Mission accomplished! Ayatollah Assistani, uh, who has dropped his taciturn approach in favor of Boulder's sermons, he's um, coming out to say um, you got to do, do something about this. He's tried to launch an anti corruption drive designed to weed out the most guilty and introduce accountability. Yeah, that would be an interesting idea. He's been unusually strident during his Friday sermons of late, delivered to a spokesman. He was more strong, more fierce, and in-depth than he's ever been, said I, I, uh, I Alawi, the former deputy president, whose office was abolished late last year in a cost-saving drive. Their organized corruption syndicate, says Alawi, running the country. I tell you very frankly, no Iraqi power can take action on this. Ayatollah Sistani is reported to be very frustrated by the intractability of the corruption problem. Iraq has one of the biggest capita public payrolls in the world, 7 million people from a population of just over 21 million. Our biggest issue, says one of the uh, people chasing all this, is See if this phrase rings a bell with something you heard recently about Afghanistan. Our biggest issue is ghost soldiers. There are maybe $500, $600 million in salaries being paid to soldiers who don't exist. In such cases, the salaries are instead collected by officers. In other cases, soldiers pay officers half their salaries so they don't have to show up for duty. There's an estimate there are many as 30,000 ghost soldiers in Iraq's military The fall of Mosul in mid-2014 was in part blamed on there being far fewer soldiers in position to defend the city than there were on the books. Generals and other senior officers accused of running that scam have yet to be brought to account. We've paid out $1 billion for warplanes that never arrived, says one of the anti-corruption officials. It's the same with road projects all over the country. Your scene is weak, he says, if you don't steal. The newer rock, ladies and gentlemen. Job well done. Now, the um, presidential campaign. A little bit about it. We'll, we'll, uh, there will be much more later in the broadcast, but um, there was a, a, uh, a flurry of town hall telecasts this week in which uh, candidates were... Interviewed at ridiculous length uh, by modern-day cable TV news standards, that is, they actually got to speak uh, on an issue for longer than a minute at a time, Um, presumably so we would get to know more about them. Uh, Interestingly enough, the ratings show that these long-form interviews were more popular than the uh, quickie interviews that are the um, the more normal interviews fair on cable news these days for whatever that's worth a a controversy is brewing however between CNN and MSNBC two of the american news channels over whether the hosts of the morning broadcast on MSNBC morning joe whether the hosts are in the tank for donald trump the controversy brewed this week because the hosts of that program Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, daughter of the former U.S. National Security Advisor under Jimmy Carter, were the interviewers on the long-form interview of Donald Trump. And the accusation was made by some, including CNN media reporters, that they asked softball questions, an accusation which they spent a couple segments of their Friday broadcast vociferously denying. Rather than take sides, ladies and gentlemen, our found objects department has the -the off-the-air conversations between Donald Trump and the two co-hosts from that long-form interview. You can listen to it now and decide for yourself.
3: What do you have after this? I make a speech, uh, oh. get on a plane, make a speech. I'm working. It's well, i tell you what, i tell you what, the Bloomberg poll, all, all the polls out today look great in South huh? Carolina.
4: All of them.
3: Yeah. yeah well, I mean, so, but I'm being hit. You know, they're spending... $75 million on negative ads on me over the last two weeks. Are they catching on at all? No. What way. do you think? Are they catching on? No, They're They're spending a tremendous amount on negative ads on me. No.
5: You know what I thought was the um, kind of wow moment was the guy you brought up on stage?
3: Yeah, that was great. Um, we played it several times this morning. We played it We're up pretty pretty against incredible. Obama. They're both guys. Both, both guys. guys. Oh, yes, we played Obama first. The
5: young guy And then the
3: we champ. played the guys. That's it. I watched your show this morning. You have me almost as a legendary figure. I like. No, I tell you, this morning, what we we basically said today was we were completely wrong about the totally. Yeah. I thought. I thought I did really well in the debate show, I have to tell you. <laughs>
5: I didn't. Yes, Alex? Three
3: viewer questions. You, you did not, right?
5: Oh, my God. I was like, he's melting down. I think it's really? going to explode. I thought your head was going to explode.
3: We were wrong. I did. We thought what? We your
5: head wrong. was going to explode.
3: Oh, no, yeah. no I thought <laughs> I was wrong.
5: My daughter was oh, screaming come. At the by, by the way,
3: By the way, he told me. He just, I was having fun.
5: Oh, my uh. God.
3: What do have one more
5: segment? One more segment, and then we're good. Thank you for doing this. Okay.
3: I'm doing it because I said, said right. nothing. You, you get great ratings and a raise. Mm-hmm. Me, I get nothing.
5: We're getting a real window into your... So... Well... Just
3: make us all look good. That's right. Exactly. Right. So how come Drudge and Time Magazine said, I won the debate, Joe, and you think well, it's... But, well, awesome? but so did, so did the, the CBS poll The next morning when I saw the CBS Bowl... For the be second, but they... Yeah, have. but still, I knew. I knew that... The people that mattered mm-hmm. didn't think you lost it. They, I mean, you came in a strong second. And I'll tell you what was the most revealing thing is Bush came in last. Yeah, he came in last. The guy you it's fought weak, came in last. Like, he's a weak person. And, and at that point, I said to Mika, we don't know what... It, you know, you a, know, a weak person. Happened, said, so. He's a weak person. Oh, okay. do you don't
5: want me to do um, the ones with... Um we really have to get some to some questions.
3: That's right. Nothing, nothing too hard, Mika. Okay. Well, ours again. Look at that. No, it. Um, I think that was, for most people in the Republican establishment, sort of the final sign. Looking good. Because we'll after this, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, so, what are the chances that something bad could happen on Saturday for me? It's always a chance, right? Going to I a listen of, it, this isn't an, it, it's like I said before Iowa I said I can't tell you, Trump's ahead I can't tell if he's going to win or not but no, no, I said, it but, I said but, but it's a caucus state in primary states look how close New Hampshire was the polls were almost identical you can take a mix of these polls. The polls are and pretty you can good. just overlay yeah. it. Except with caucus, because they change Except their mind. Except for caucus. Caucuses, they should get rid you know, of No, Nevada, caucuses. oh, it's terrible. Nevada's uh, a caucus state. I'm winning nightmare. by 50%. But you're so far up in Nevada, according to this latest poll. Um we have a great building yeah. there. That was interesting with China, wasn't well, it? To me, that's very... Yeah. They are ripping us. No, it's a, no, no, it's a great, no, that's <clears throat> a great question. What? That's a great to question. To China? No, they're telling me a question I ask you. <laughs> I can look at this. I see you shaking. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: Whatever. Alan When's the last Baldwin. time you've golfed?
5: Yes. I yes. played uh, yeah, that's, four days actually, ago. Actually, it's good. I need to <laughs> fix my dress <laughs> <No>, anyway.
3: There's <laughs> first, no way. First of all, I played, you know what? I played with Lexi Thompson, yeah. who's the great young player. Yeah. I played nine holes. I didn't even want to play anymore because, you know, I'm thinking about no, this. No, no, you I can't. I you know, There's care. no way. I don't can even do care. That. 30 seconds. Just can't do it. Good, good.
6: 15. Oh, great.
0: Oh, two more. Two more. Okay, great.
3: Two more what? Sections? Two more blocks. Yeah. Two more. Seven. I get nothing from you. <laughs> okay.
5: All right. That sounds good. Nice. Well, you good. know
3: what? You know what? I, I, I'll uh, talk about the run 48 thing. Oh, keep it tight. Leave him out of it. Okay. He's, I got it. I got uh, it. You know what? It's funny. He sort of, he understands oh, now.
5: Just. I mean,
3: he's been he's been brutal to us. There must be a delay. That guy has been brutal. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. I don't know about now. He was. I mean, absolutely, I can he, he was. He was. Some people have come so over. So Liz has completely changed. And what? so Ron, Liz has been fantastic. Liz, one thing that Ron started doing about three months ago, he went home. He's from Michigan. I'm And fa- he got I'm an earful to when he went home. And so he changed Bottom
5: things. of one
3: of the. Here, the, I got it. The people in Michigan. What he, and what he said was. He said. I know. I'm no longer going to attack the people who support Trump. I got said, it. He said, I will basically take exception with Trump and what he said. to He said, but I went, I basically said, I, got it. I went home. I spent a couple weeks back in Michigan. And he said, I understand. understand more. Michigan was getting killed. Did like you see that? where Ford now is moving another plant? You know, I've been talking about the plant oh, for two yeah, years. Yeah. Now they're doubling Thank down. You. They're going to make it because nobody does I, anything I need this too. to
5: roll at the end of the show.
3: Got, does it work? Nice, beautiful question. Is okay. it working? How are you doing? Good. It's working. Okay, great.
5: So I'm going to read this, and then you take the question. Well, d- it's cool.
3: don't read we the whole thing. No, no, no. I'm we doing, don't like, bullets. No,
5: I'm doing like, bullets. No, I'm doing, like, boom, 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 boom. And then and I just to general question. Okay. How you It's kind of good. This is a beautiful points. They nice
3: said yeah. it's a beautiful. Set. I, I hate those Trump. one-word bullet points. No, no, no,
5: no, no, no. Don't no, 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 not not gonna bad. be okay? Oh. We're not no, gonna no. do that.
3: <laughs> you, know, you, that? <laughs> you
5: know, don't you hate that? Yeah, you know, we. We made news when we
3: could. When you did word association, in New Hampshire. that have made have news know what made, <laughs> the Hillary. The Hillary did so bad. And the thing is, thing is, it was a strong statement. You sat there and you waited, so you thought about it, and everybody's talking about it. All right,
1: all right. Wow, you can cut the adversarial tension there with a knife. A butter knife, but still. From the Found Objects Department, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski chatting off camera with Donald Trump. And now, ladies and gentlemen, News of the Godly. Wow. Big, big news of the godly this week, of course. Starting with... Pope Francis, the uh, Smackdown throwdown thing that he had with Donald Trump when he said that uh, somebody who talks a lot about building walls and not building bridges is not a true Christian, a comment which Donald Trump later responded to with the adjective, disgraceful. Uh, There'll be... Squaring off at Madison Square Garden in a couple of weeks. Meanwhile, St. Louis Archbishop Robert Carlson is urging priests to sever ties with the Girl Scouts, saying the organization promotes values incompatible with Catholic teachings. The open letter to priests, scout leaders, and other Catholics was posted on the St. Louis Archdiocese website this week, urging parishes that host Girl Scout meetings to consider alternative programs that are more Catholic based. Carson's letters says Girl Scouts of the USA and affiliated organizations promote role models like Gloria Steinem and Betty Friedan who are, quote, in conflict with Catholic values, unquote. It says the organization promotes and is partners with organizations that advocate for such things as contraception and abortion rights. Girl Scouts of the USA says it looks forward to extending long-standing relationships with faith-based organizations, including the Catholic Church and Catholic communities. But more about Catholic values... For 150 victims, deaf and mute and severely traumatized, it took decades to come forward with their accounts of sexual abuse at the hands of the Clerc de saint viateur in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. But they finally named the 33 priests and religious staff and five lay people who they say abused them at the Montreal Institute for the Deaf, a boarding school for the young boys run by the Clercs. This week they were awarded $30 million, Canadian, by far the largest settlement for sexual assault in Quebec history. At the top of the list of the abusers, Father Antime Payment, accused of sexual assault by 24 young boys at the Institute for the Deaf. Most of the boys were around 10 or 11 years old. Some were as young as 7. Payment's obituary at the age of 91 in 1998 said he devoted his entire life to the deaf and the mute as a teacher and chaplain. Brother Philippe Paquette, 10 victims said, repeatedly assaulted them in the dormitory or the classrooms or priest's quarters, where he lived from 1949 to 1984. According to his obituary, his tasks included teaching the little ones, surveillance, cinema, and discipline. He died in 2009 at the age of 82. Brother Gerard Barrett, meanwhile, was accused by seven plaintiffs in the class action suit of anal rape, among other things. He may still be alive. The abuse spanned from 1940 to 1982. Some of the victims were abused over the Christmas holidays. Some were abused throughout their first year at the school. Others were assaulted on a regular basis over their entire stay up to seven years' time. The list of abusers also includes the director of the institute, the nurse, the dormitory supervisor, and the priest in the confessional. One said he was abused by a priest when he sought help at the infirmary. He was assaulted there, too. If divided equally among the victims, the $30 million would amount to about 200000 each. But more victims are expected to come forward. In 2011, the Congregation de Saint-Croix agreed to pay $18 million to former students who were sexually abused in the middle of the 20th century by members of the order in various schools, including Notre Dame College in Montreal. It's not uh, clear how many of the abusers at the Deaf Institute are still alive to even read about the judgment. In, ni- in 2012, the defendants tried to have a publication ban placed on the names of the alleged accusers, but the court denied the motion. The clerks Claire- de Saint Viateur did not return calls for comment. But in a statement made in November after the order had reached an initial settlement, a superior in Quebec said the org- the congregation will have to make, quote, important sacrifices financially in order to pay the amount of the settlement. You know, this may seem sort of uh, as an a anomaly, except that a few years ago, a priest in Milwaukee was found after he had died to have molested More than 200 deaf boys. It's a thing. Boom, boom, boom,
7: boom, 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 boom. One or two deaf boys. Boom, boom. In the next room. Boom, boom. Now they're in the closet. Boom, boom. Between me and the broom. Boom, boom. Half a dozen deaf boys. Boom, boom, boom. Nice little crowd Boom, boom They can be quiet Boom, boom And I can be loud Boom, boom Four and twenty deaf boys Boom, boom Take me all day Boom, boom Rarely got the time to Boom, boom Eat and to pray Boom, boom Deaf boys Can't hear me coming boom. Deaf boys don't you dare call it's mom and might be a chink in my priestly parts but how can I resist? How can def I def resist? Boys? Boom, 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 Half a hundred death balls, boom, deaf boys boom, boom, got a head of steam, boom, boom. I could be the coach, boom, boom, they could be the team. 88 deaf boys, one for each key, on the piano of my longing, they play a hushed melody, 150 deaf boys, oh, this could get tight, a few dozen in the morning, and all the rest at night, deaf boys. Can't hear me coming, um, deaf um, boys. Um, got my heartstrings as strong um, make um, me make such a joyful noise. Um, just can't get enough, just can't get enough. Boom, 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 boom. Now, if I had a deaf boy boom, boom, for each day of the year, boom, boom, 365. Boom, boom, boom. That would be dear How many deaf boys Have there actually been Why not ask how many Dance on the head of a pin. The world is full of deaf boys And I'm only one man All that God expects is Do all that you can Deaf boys, can't hear me coming. Deaf boys, got me in and humming. A shepherd with a closet full of toys. Let's hear it for those deaf boys.
1: From the home of the homeless, this is La show. Hillary Clinton ended the week, as you all know, by winning by a somewhat narrow margin, narrower than expected, narrower than had been predicted for weeks. The uh, Nevada caucuses, not Nevada, Nevada, against Bernie Sanders. the The week began with the publication of a report in uh, Mother Jones by Do. Uh, do notice here a friend of mine, a uh, reporter, David Korn from Mother Jones, that Hillary's reference in last Saturday's debate about her foreign policy mentors and advisors, including Henry Kissinger, was uh, not random or accidental. Korn reported that the Clintons had made a practice over many Christmases of uh, spending the holidays— at the Dominican Republic retreat of the late fashion designer Oscar, Oscar de la Renta along with Barbara Walters and Henry Kissinger.
2: Clinton something, the candidacy years.
4: That well, nice of the kids to open up, put the gun on. That short notice.
2: Oh, God, it's nice just to be someplace that has some humidity.
6: And some real Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy didn't come this trip?
2: Uh, she's having her nails
4: worked on in the spa house.
2: Oh. You know, I'm thinking. After that squeaker, I can't quite call myself the comeback kid, can I?
6: Well, <laughs> for more than one reason. Yeah. More sunscreen, Henry?
4: Hilary, at my age, skin cancer would be the least worrisome of my problems. I suppose.
2: So what is it?
4: I'm going to presuppose that you're not asking a purely existential question. So, what is
2: what? What is it that I'm doing? Or that I'm not doing?
6: You won, darling. That's what counts. Nevada is so three hours ago.
2: Well, I can't help wondering if we'd have done better if I'd brought Bill out there to campaign for me, but he's just such a loose cannon.
4: I'm surmising this is not the first time you've noticed that. <laughs> and uh, I speak as something of a loose cannon myself back in the Nixon days.
6: <laughs> Henry used to squire so many starlets around Hollywood. His code name was Limo Service.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that is there to the advantage of being true. Uh, look, Hillary, mm-hmm. there are two good reasons people would want to vote for you. Your first name... And your last name... My first name. ...is the first name of a woman, which you are.
2: And your last name... ...is the name of a woman, Chaser. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're forgetting about one name, Hmm? President Obama.
6: Oh, it would be so great if he'd campaigned for you.
2: Yeah. I think he's going to let me dangle a few months more. Hmm. but look, even Jeb Bush
4: had to finally give in and... Invite his brother to try to help him. eh? And as
6: I recall, keeping Bill Clinton off the campaign trail wasn't the smartest thing Al Gore ever did.
2: I know, but having Bill on the campaign trail in 2008 was not the smartest thing I ever did. Probably cost me at least two states. And
4: the new 12. Your problem is not Bill. Comes your inauguration, he starts a new foundation, which really is a charity. Your problem is this... Sanders fellow.
6: Do you know how few people know that he's Jewish? Mm. I didn't know until one of my producers said that's why he should be on America's most fascinating people. I said, what's so fascinating about being Jewish?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Nixon seemed to find it fascinating where I was concerned. By
2: fascinating, I mean, of course, repellent. I'm not going to get into the business of going around calling Bernie Sanders a big Jew. Mm. He's He's not even observant. You know, we searched for three months for a photo of him wearing a skull cap and zilch.
4: Hillary, hmm? we didn't let little things like that get in the way of kicking King Sihanouk out of Cambodia.
2: Sihanouk was Jewish? He was not. Look, I'm one. I should just be... Dicking my toes in the sand and relaxing. Oh,
6: there are sand crabs this time of year. Maybe it's But we better were
2: never s- supposed to spend this much time in Nevada. And I was never supposed to be down big double digits in trustworthiness. To a bald man with a Brooklyn accent. I'm telling you, you have your opponent off balance from a loss.
4: This is not the time to back away. And let him catch his breath. This is the time for your campaign to conduct some strategic saturation bombing of his positions. Going into South Carolina, you do that with four words. Jewish New York communist. At the risk of a redundancy or <gasps> two.
6: Henry... He's about as much of a communist as you are. Oh,
4: look, Barbara. Nixon had a half-century career and two terms in the White House, built on naming people as communists. He didn't necessarily fly-spec their political positions before he did that. He just went out and did it. Henry,
2: you like realism? No, I don't just like it. It's my brand. Well, here's a dose of realism for you. I'm not going to go out and talk like that. Uh, Of course not.
6: And Chelsea, that there girl's not going to go do
2: that either. Well, maybe it is some of her husband's hedge fund friends, but not in public, no. Well, then, I guess we are left with only
4: one option. please. He wants to be unleashed. You unleash him, he says it, you rebuke him. Half the women in the country will read the powerful subtext into that rebuke. It's not just win-win. It's win, win, win.
0: Henry.
4: He doesn't have to use all the words in one appearance. Communist in Columbia, South Carolina. New Yorker in
2: Charleston. Jew somewhere up in the hills. Okay, stop. I know when he's kidding. Besides, we've done our work. I won. Bernie's over. We'll save Bill for the general.
6: That's our girl. Let's get the guy to bring us more champagne.
4: You know, Nixon thought I was kidding about assassinating Allende.
6: We know, Henry. We know.
2: Youthful angst and middle aged angst. Together, they add up to Clinton something, the campaign years.
0: down
1: And now, ladies and gentlemen, news of the Olympic movements, Produced by Jim Aerosol, Jr., who says he exists. But what does he know? So many stories from Rio, where the Olympics, of course, is due to be held This August, organizers of the Olympics in Rio have been warned that competition venues will not be finished on time unless steps are taken to improve the rights of key games construction workers. At a protest outside the Olympic Park in Rio, a group of around 75 former construction employees angrily demonstrated and insisted they had not been paid despite finishing work on the games tennis venue on schedule. Well, that was their big mistake. What were they thinking? Quote, if the organizing committee do their part, the Olympic facilities will be ready in August as planned, and everything will be great, said the coordinator of the workers' union that conducted the protest, said. But if they don't, these massive buildings, these monumental monumental stadiums will not be finished, and the millionaires who invested in them will not be happy with that, unquote. The union official says further protests that could delay completion dates for the stadiums were likely unless organizers stepped in to ensure prompt payment for existing and past workers. The old 50-yard slow pay. A. An internal U.S. Olympic Committee document obtained by ESPN shows that by the fall of last year, the organization was clearly convinced that athletes competing in water sports would be at risk of illness at the Rio Summer Games. The 14-page document spells out the USOC's recognition that Rio's overall water quality likely will not improve before the Olympics begin August fifth, emphasizing that the importance of refining preventive protocols and advice for athletes should be the chief priority. The unsigned memo entitled USOC Rio Water Quality Planning was generated after a meeting with the International Olympic Committee's Medical Commission and other experts in Lausanne, Switzerland. Far from the polluted waters of Rio. Waters are good and water is good in Lausanne, right? The document specified that the information was not to be distributed beyond the USOC and national governing bodies for Olympic sports. Uh Uh-oh. Water improvement plans that were projected to take place by the host organizers will not happen, the memo read. The initial agreement with the Rio organizers was to create multiple water treatment facilities to improve the water quality of the competition venues. These facilities were not built and will not be built in the immediate future. Unquote. The memo, the IOC and Rio Organizing Committee recognize that the water quality in and around Rio is for the most part not at an acceptable level, and there are significant fluctuations in the bacterial and viral contaminants at the competition venues, the memo said. The levels of pathogens will fluctuate depending upon environmental impacts and especially with significant rains, unquote. The document also details various medical opinions on the use of antibiotics. Many experts believe that using these medications to try to prevent infection beforehand is Unwise because it can cause a stomach upset as well as unnecessarily increased resistance at a later date. Also mentioned in the document is the possibility of preparing informed consent documents for athletes planning to compete in water sports in Rio. A U.S. OC spokesman said athletes customarily sign some version of a waiver. It's possible the language will be altered to allow reference to specific conditions expected this summer. Rio's final 2009 bid book included a seven-year commitment to tackling the environmental disaster that took decades to create. But it's not going to happen because there was not enough commitment, funds, and energy, says Rio 2016 spokesman Mario Andrada. Nobody wants to have guests at their house and show a dirty house, he says, No, because it's the Olympics and it's a movement. And we all need one every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the apologies of the week. An Arkansas district judge candidate said this week in a Facebook post he will withdraw from the race after a text message in which he used a racial slur surfaced on a political website. Kent Tester, an attorney from Clinton, said he's going to drop out of the race after he wrote, Can't believe that hair-lipped N-word whore is going to win about an opponent. He admitted that that was possibly a racial slur. Deadline Salt Lake City, a Utah bar owner accused of turning customers away because of their ethnicity. I apologize. Jeremy Cloyd, owner of Willie's Lounge, said his employees made a serious mistake turning away two bar patrons Tuesday night. Frank Maia said he and a friend were refused service. I gave the bartender my ID and she looked up at me and said, I can't serve Polynesians, Maia said. And I was like, what, you can't? The Willie's Lounge owner did not deny it happened. Instead, he apologized for the incident. Anyone that was offended, I will try to make it right. That's not representative of us. You can come in here every single day of the week and find every single race, said Cloyd. The uh, bartenders are directed by me, he says. Any massive groups of people, and granted, two is is not a group, but it is a judgment call. Whether it will be Polynesians, jailbirds, or anybody that is shady-looking, do not serve. You know, politicians are jailbirds. Six
0: sorry, sorry,
1: sorry. six of one out the other. Manny Pacquiao, champion boxer, apologized on social media after saying that being gay was worse than being an animal while reiterating his opposition to gay marriage. He had no comments on vegetables. Virgin Australia has profusely apologized after an interesting message was posted to his Twitter account. Kanye West was doing various tweet storms about his genius and money in the past week at one point as he ranted about public reaction to his new album. The Virgin Australia Twitter account said EAD, you douche. EAD is shorthand for eat a dick. A recent tweet on our account was not published by a Virgin Australia employee, and we are investigating the matter. We apologize for any offense caused. A Delaware school district has apologized after a staff member inadvertently sent parents a sarcastic hurt feelings report that makes fun of whiners. The form was structured like a bullying report was attached to an email sent to parents at Wilmington's Lombardi Elementary School for an upcoming Exercise Your Brain Day. And Apple, they're so thin, has said sorry to iPhone customers whose phones were disabled after third-party repairs. Apple has also issued a fix for the problem. Some users had found that their iPhone stopped working following servicing by a non-Apple technician. They saw an Error 53 message. Previously, Apple had said the error was a security measure taken to prevent fraudulent transactions. Now the company has released a software update to fix the error. Imagine that. The Apologies of the Week, ladies and gentlemen. A copyrighted feature of this broadcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude this week's edition of La Show. The program returns next week at the same time over these same stations over NPR worldwide throughout Europe, the USN 440 cable system in Japan, around the world, through the facilities of the American Forces Network, up and down the east coast of North America, via the shortwave giant WBCQ, the planet, 7.490 megahertz shortwave on the Mighty 104 in Berlin, around the world via the internet at two different locations, live and archive whenever you want it. HarryShearer.com. And kcsn.org, available for your smartphone. Did I mention we're on Soho Radio London? I don't think so. Uh, available for your smartphone through stitcher.com, available as a free podcast from www.no.org, Sound Show, SoundCloud, Sideshow Network, iTunes, and tunein.com. And it'd be just like trying to remember all that if you'd agree to join with me then, would you? already? thank you very much. Uh huh. A tip of the show chapeau to the San Diego, Pittsburgh, Chicago, and Ike's Island Hawaii desks. Thanks, as always, to Pam Halstead and to Jenny Lawson at WWN of New Orleans for help with today's broadcast. The email address for this program, playlist of the music heard here on, and your chance. No, it's more than a chance. Your guarantee ability to buy Carzai Talk t-shirts all at harryshearer.com. And I'm on Twitter. Yes, still there. At the Harry Shure. The show comes to you from Century of Progress Productions and originates through the facilities of WWNO New Orleans, flagship station of the Change is Easy radio network. So long from the home of the homeless.